You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. We're live. Welcome. <laughs> I like to that. The crooked glasses show. Whoa. I want. I want to hear that anytime I go anywhere. Just welcome. Yes, welcome. Good. Doppel Jesse welcomes you. Oh, I don't want to be welcomed by Doppel Jesse. <laughs> Spoilers now. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do someday. Some- Someday and, and it will be so good. I feel like we have to like jump over that episode and just do one on one. Just rip the band-aid off and I just know, right? record one on one and be like, where's one hundred? We don't know. I mean, Wait I know I, it. I still don't know how people feel about these live episodes, but there's a reason I've been we've been putting out weekly episodes for over a month now. It's a little bit of guilt right there. That's that's what that is. <laughs> <laughs> Podcast feed listeners, hi, weekly episodes look the other way don't don't worry about 100 it's coming it should be your <laughs> guilt it should be your guilt because you didn't say anything so we're just gonna keep doing it you said until no you that. say something we'll, we'll, if you we'll, see something say something we'll put out 100 when we get to 200 yeah <laughs> next month we will hit we'll six be back years back. next month we'll hit six years the next six years we're just gonna keep teasing episode 100 yeah because then we'll be like, what's what's that? A pre-tween? Uh, a tween. That's a tween. A tween. We'll be tweens and we'll have all sorts of attitude. Uh-huh. <laughs> and nothing will be good enough. No. You're not my real dad. <laughs> oh. Oh, that should have been like the GCU thing. Just No Grok's podcast. You're not my real dad. Yeah. <laughs> that really should. You should have. Uh, yeah. Double down on that. Instead, you did mashups, which were great. Oh yeah, we got. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to start the stream off promoting stuff, but man, I I was. I'm actually really excited. Really good. Like I I feel, you know, not to neglect my baby here, but the download numbers on GCU like are a little disappointing because I I feel like I've been hitting it out of the park with that show. Yeah. Well, it's the. of the two shows, it's more marketable. That's the thing. Like it's easy. It's easier, <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. movies. Who doesn't love movies? If you at, don't love movies, you're a communist. At this point, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Quote: I'm a lion. If I'm you not lying. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I think even communists like movies. They do. Didn't we airlift a bunch of like 501 jeans back in the 80s? It's because they love it. Communists love it. Yep. Boom. There you go. That's the title. Communists love it. Communists love it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get a hate meal for this one. Okay. What do I what am I trying to promote here? Okay. Uh, Twitter. <laughs> not Hi, communism. Twitter. <laughs> no communism no the batman hashtag is trending number one. Oh, well that's yeah just inter- yeah well it's because pattinson 
do uh why do we will not talk about sparkly vampires oh who i think brandon brandon lapani i don't know if you still listen but thanks for the for the mention let me throw this over here we can't be trending number one worldwide if he's not listening (laughs) right (laughs) all right let me get a little screen share there that's batman picks that's a little weird of course (laughs) right mind you look like daredevil in that Oh, he still has this. Okay. So I, this is, this is why, and I was upset about Ben Affleck when it was first announced, but the, a kind of a big thing that makes Batman, like you got to have the chin. Like it's, it's oddly yeah. enough. That's like the number one, since he's in a mask, they just need to growl him up and stuff. Like the acting doesn't, not to say it doesn't matter, but you need the chin for, to make the cowl work. And Instead, that's, they gave him the forehead, right? That's maybe not a good angle, but, I, I feel like that's kind of interesting. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, that's totally different. That's that's new. A little machinery. Meanwhile, what, forehead. What were you saying, Melanie? I don't know. I was just trying to figure out what you guys were talking about. Chins and foreheads. The oh, you got to look at the screen once in a while. I was on uh, not on this one at all. Oh, that's what we're talking about. I was trying to share. I need to stop doing these video segments because I also will have to cut this out of the audio only version. <laughs> uh, we're talking about, there's a very short, I mean, I guess kind of teaser, but they, it's, it was a screen test of um, Robert Pattinson in the bat suit for the Batman. I don't know. Who's the Batman? Yeah. Batman's going to be, he's going to be a sparkly man bat. So is this the same the Batman that they were pitching for Affleck? Yes, and I have a feeling no. Ooh. It is technically the same project. Dude, there's no way it's the same like whatever it was when uh Affleck was attached. I'm sure it's changed so many times. Otherwise you get uh you know, you get Morbius. Spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, no, exactly. Or Suicide Squad or whatever. What have you? That's a good segue. What? You did a good you did a good job. I feel did like you, I'm still no, on purpose. Did you know Suicide Squad made more money than uh what's that ever about the other movie? I believe it and it's not okay. Yeah. What was the other movie? I want to say Mad Max? Yeah. One of them made more money than Mad Max Fury Road. Yeah. Oh, that's not okay. Made a lot more, and the the worst Spider Man made hair? more money than the best Spider Man. I know that. You, you you keep talking, guys. So the ducks, like uh, I think they're just lazy <laughs> because I see ducks every single day, and then today <laughs> when it's really really cold, now they fly south because they're like, oh, I guess we actually have to move now. Can't just lay around all winter. <laughs> That's like an unintentional uh, segue, segue right there, but we shouldn't go there yet. You guys are all the time segueing me when I'm not ready. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. I I know what the show notes are, and that's a segue. We're not ready for it. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I don't think I'm ready for the. We're 12 minutes in. I don't think I'm ready for the show yet. Welcome to the show. 12 minutes later. I'm still trying to. I'm still trying to share the link. Yeah, me too. Really? I already did it. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's because attention is split. I'm trying to vamp and 
I really share. wish I wish Facebook. <sighs> you wish Facebook? Like instantaneous let me all the things. Yeah. Let, yeah. Give us give us the ability to get like the video. And maybe Facebook does actually. Maybe it's it's the way I'm using StreamYard, but give us a way to like get the video URL before we're actually live. Oh, that would simplify things so much. Right. I mean, like everyone that I see doing a live stream has this same problem. Mm -hmm. Well, maybe we should just ditch Facebook and start a new MySpace because that was better anyway. <laughs> you could you could limit your friends to the top eight. I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. Alienate all your other friends, <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you had your top eight. That's all. That yeah, I exactly. Just I just want to make backgrounds and have music. That's all I want. Yeah, MIDI I, sounds. I cool backgrounds and and cool music. I am all for throwback to MIDI's. <laughs> MIDI MIDI file specifically. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That in particular. Oh, uh, well, did it ever right. really go away? Come on, Randy. Admit, admit it. When we first started dating, you were impressed by my MySpace page, huh? It was. It was very impressive. Yeah. No, I liked it because, I, and that's that's why you should. Um, is it because you were the top friend? You were number no. one. No. Oh, boyfriend's different than the best friends. I, I get it. Mm. Okay. All right. That's fair. I get like a special slot that nobody else is. I was mm -hmm. I was the number one in the boyfriends. He gets the just he gets the penis spot. <laughs> there you go. That's 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 the spot. So step away from this. Um, what a Brawl. segue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We get the point. Uh, just the point. All right. Um, so this episode, what we're gonna be doing? Of course, we're gonna react at some news. We got reboot news because we always do. Uh, always reboots every day. Comic book movie news. That's right. If we don't talk about comic books anymore, we still talk about comic book movies. It's the same, right? <laughs> different, but the same. It's the same. Sigh. Uh, we got Disney Plus news. They own everything. They own the comic books and the movies. It's true. And uh, and then we're also going to talk about Doctor Who. Because at this point, this is the main thing fueling the weekly episodes. <laughs> <laughs> I Thank God. We're seven episodes into this, into like actually hitting a Doctor Who season every episode, per, every week. Like, I can't stop now. No. Um, I'm excited about it. I'm excited about that. So you should stick around for that. Especially mm -hmm. if you know anything about classic Who. Dustin, what's going on? What? Sm yes. Smothers in the comments. Sweet. Um, it's good to see see your text words. <laughs> uh, it's good for you to see us. Yeah. Hi, you can hear me. All right. Well, do we want to jump into the news then? Was yes. that, was that, can you hear me? Was that a nod? No. I think she's doing she's doing all kinds of segues. You're doing a sprint thing? No. That's yeah. that's a Doctor Who thing today. I bet she doesn't even know. That's the name of the episode. You, you yeah. know, I don't know. You, you <laughs> know. I know, I know, but still, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there because it's a pun, sort of. Not really. I have a feeling like Melanie is seems like maybe one of the most. She seems like the legit nerd, and she doesn't have a clue about any of it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you mean by a legit nerd? You know, like 
just the nerdiest. You know about math and science. And I do. we are like comics, oh, true, comics, yeah. comics, comics, comics. Yeah, but there's different types of nerd. And I don't think knowing science and math makes me nerdy. I think it makes me awesome. I, I think they delineated that by saying that nerds actually know math and geeks actually know comics. Oh, I see. I see. So you guys are geeks. Yeah. That's fine because I don't think I'm a geek. Maybe there a little bit, but I, I am a like, nerd. Which I'm is like, probably better because isn't a geek someone who like, like eats chickens? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and they like, like a geek show or whatever? Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Or, or like the guy that they keep in a, a, a little chest in uh the basement in um oh that's a gimp you're thinking thinking, that's different that's (laughs) something else we're a gimp culture show welcome to the grolics podcast the the comic book and gimp culture nope (laughs) gimp books darn it i thought i was gonna be able to keep you guys locked up in the basement oh i love this dustin uh, yes, says, I am casting you guys on my living room television. You're you are you're basically TV stars now. Whoa, whoa. Well, in that case, we got a boom. Big. <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, you can't see my Funko Pops anymore, though. Maybe now I can get my my. Nope, that's not nope. Okay, we're going back here. <laughs> you don't have to do that. I'm kidding. No, I like this one better. It, uh, it feels more spacious. It's less cramped. Okay. Okay, uh, okay. News. News. Let's react at the reboots. Yeah. <laughs> there's a there's a there's a few. There's a few. Oh, uh, yep. A few. Well, let's start with the good news. I I I seen this. Yeah. This is, some, this is like a follow up story. Uh, I seen this and posted this in the Grolix group. Which, by the way, uh, if you're listening later or you just seen this on I don't know one of our profiles, uh, Facebook.com/slash/group. Slash Grawl- whatever, search Grawlix podcast in Facebook groups. We're actually pretty active in there. Yeah. Um, anyway, so last week or maybe the week before, we were talking about a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids reboot. Or We're trying to, trying to remember Rick Moranis' name. Yeah, we were trying to remember Rick Moranis' name. Now, was it confirmed? Is this a reboot? Or just like... I think it's continuation. Like a soft uh, reboot continuation? Based on what Paul was sending us, it sounds almost like a Cobra Kai treatment. Well, well, it will have. I mean, this this story would lend you to, you know, lend credence to that because uh, Rick Moranis is confirmed as returning for Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Wow, that's the big story. That React is- at it. React. Ah! I mean, it's it's incredible. Must mean his kids are grown now, huh? I don't, I don't know what else to say. So who's Josh Gad? Maybe I'll just Google search it and worry about that myself. But uh, Dustin says, I heard Josh Gad is Rick's son. Um, and yet, he, Josh Gad apparently, according to this article on Hollywood Reporter, is th- the star of the new movie, of the new Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Oh, yeah, that's right. We did cover this a little bit previously because the same director... Uh, that drank directed the original will direct the new version. Oh, that's right. And the new version is called Shrunk, just Shrunk. Yes, that doesn't seem as fun. It doesn't kind of takes like you know, honey, I shrunk the kids. Is they shrunk the title? You're right. Okay, okay. So, 
He yeah. looks good. He looks good as a son, though. I mean, he's believable as a Rick Moranis son. Oh, that is guy? this supposed to be the baby? Don't you think? Oh, interesting. Here, let me pull that I up. I believe so. Honey, I blew up the baby. Is there you go? Yeah, it looks like a somebody blew up a baby. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you disagree? <laughs> I don't know that I can disagree, but <laughs> All right. If you don't like movies, you're communist. Period. Where that where's that comment? There it is. Boom. Yep. Words to live by. Or not, if you're American. <laughs> okay, so uh next up, hitting all the segues that you guys set up like five minutes ago that we couldn't get to right away. Here we're gonna hit the segue that Melanie set up. Okay. Melanie, ducks are out to get you. Are they mighty? No. Though well, they might be. <laughs> it's not even a real pun. Oh, no. It's not even a real pun. Oh no. Okay. So the next <laughs> <Not> headline. <sorry. laughs> the next headline is Emilio Estevez and Lauren Graham to star in the Mighty Ducks series on Disney Plus. Wow. Wait, they got they kept Emilio Estevez, not Pacey. Why would they do that? Pacey. Yeah. Pacey, Pacey? was in that. Yeah, he was like the main uh, character. Uh, uh, Fulton Reed, anybody? I don't know. Foggy <laughs> Nelson. Oh, yeah. What? But, oh, but yeah. What's he doing? Not Daredevil. No. So he's Fulton Reed. Get him on the show. Okay. Interest. Okay. So you want to talk about a Cobra Kai situation? Mm -hmm. um, according to a press release from Disney, uh, this is. I'm reading this from vulture.com, by the way. Got to give a site my sources. Emilio Estevez will reprise his role as Pee Wee coach Gordon Bombay. Was it Bombay? Yeah. For a, for a 10 episode series, which will premiere later this year. Laura Graham is also, has also joined as Minnesota hockey mom Alex, who helps her son Evan, quote, build their own ragtag team of misfits to challenge the cutthroat, win-at-all-costs culture of competitive youth sports, end quote. Okay. But, so, so he did that once with the Ducks, so he's just going to, like, do it again and make another team that's the Ducks? Because that doesn't seem like you could do that. I mean, there has to be a limit to how many Ducks with, teams there can be. Nope. With the power of nostalgia, you could do anything. And Disney money. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. Really? But it does, I mean, it, it it's totally it's it's a Cobra Kai situation, right? Right, because they're gonna flip it, right? Where basically the ducks are the bad guys because <gasps> they start winning all the time. That would be yeah, I mean, that would actually be a pretty good way to take it. So then Emilio Emilio Estevez never really learned his lesson and he's back to his old shenanigans. Cause they're the best around. Yeah. <laughs> Only hockey instead of crane kicks. Yeah. I, what is, I mean, uh, oh. Dustin, with us, you know what? <laughs> I don't know what Emilio Estevez has been up to. So maybe this is a justified, but it's, it's justified, but it seems like a little bit of a low blow. I wonder what bar they had to pour Emilio out of. I, I don't know. I don't know what Did he's they been doing. Pull him out of a bar in the first movie, though. I'm trying to remember how the first movie went. Uh, he, got, he got sentenced for doing something. I don't remember. 
It just runs in the Sheen family, really. Yeah, it kind of does. It kind of does. And I really, uh, I really Sheen that coming. No, man, the might, the mighty thing is was way better. The might be. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I have a question though about all of these things. How how do they get so good so quick in in all of these movies? Montage, yeah, Karate Kid, like that too. Montage. Like, these guys are training for like five months uh, and then they fight against guys that have been training for years, but they managed to get better than them in five months. It's just weird to me. It's the power. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's, that's okay. where the power comes from. Karate Kid, Mighty Ducks, any sports movie, period. Okay. Okay. I accept it then. It's, it's the law. And Star Wars. And movies are the only place where the rule of law still abides. Okay, I accept that also. I mean, because I mean, you know, I'm not going to get political, so let's move on. <laughs> but the but the real world is exempt from the law, so there we go. Let's go on. <laughs> Will this show be the origin of another NHL team? Yes, that was it's, a comment from Dustin. Yeah, it's called. Uh, is there an NHL team? What's what's a what's the city that starts with R? Uh, Artemis, the, the Rhode Island reboots. There we go. The reboots. Yep, the reboots. There we go. NHL, NHL team calling it. The every year they get like a whole new costume and yeah. logo and stuff. Yeah, like the XFL. <laughs> the XFL. <laughs> That's timely, right? Hey, I got more Disney news. Good. It never ends. Is when, it about Donald Duck or Mickey Mouse? Industry actual uses. characters they created. <laughs> they create characters. Uh, Once upon a time, when when one company owns the entire industry that you report news on. Okay, buckle up. This is from oh wait. This is coming from CinemaBlend.com. Buckle up, Jared Leto's. <laughs> Jared Leto's Morbius is in reshoots. Oh. Okay, you know whatever. This is just like. So Morbius, uh, wait, is this still, is this actually coming from Disney or is this still one Sony. of the properties over with Sony? This is Sony because they oh. own and Morbius is technically Spider-Man. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I was wrong. This isn't quite Disney. Give it another year. This will be Disney news. Fair enough. I mean, it's Marvel's though. Uh, but you know, whatever. This is just Morbius, the living vampire, Jared Leto comic book movie. I feel um, like the curse, though, followed him over from DC. <laughs> maybe that was... Maybe we were wrong about being so hard on Zack Snyder. It was all Jared Leto. <laughs> somehow. <laughs> Even though he wasn't associated with those other two Surprise! movies. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> well, you're actually 30 seconds from Mars. You didn't know, but you are. So did he get all into character and like send dead bats to the cast or something in this one just blood <laughs> just sent blood so there's not much to it this is a this is not quite news from twitter but it's news from instagram and it's just you know jed leto sent a picture of him reading a, a, a comic and said ba research back on set morbius at morbius movie so you know, whatever it's it's comic book comic book movies back for reshoots, and typically reshoots don't necessarily indicate a good thing. But 
you know, it's not always a bad thing. As long but, as they don't uh, switch directors before the reshoots, you know. Yes. That, that's when it really sucks. Dustin said, I think I'm the only person I know who liked Leto's Joker. You probably are. I don't think I really saw enough of Leto's Joker to get an opinion. He was damaged. (laughs) (laughs) I did not care for it. I didn't care for it. The the performance itself, let's jump into this for a half a second. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Dustin, thanks for watching. Somebody who can give us stuff for Randy to get salty about. Um, Oh, I think is the visual design was ridiculous. I think it was a uh, hot topic white trash. And Joker. you can't you can't blame Jared Leto for that. No, no, that's not his call. The but, performance. I don't think the performance is honestly. I don't think it was terrible. It just kind of felt derivative. Like, come on. I mean, I know it's the Joker. You know how many different ways can you play the Joker? Granted, kind of a granted, lot. He was following Heath Ledger, so he was it's doomed true. to failure from the word go. It's true, and you know, yeah, it's it's not his fault. Yeah, and when you're when you're bookended by Jared Leto and uh, Joaquin Phoenix, what's like, and then Joaquin yeah, Phoenix. two yeah. Oscars. He's sandwiched by Oscars. It's an oh, Oscar you're right. sandwich, and yeah, it so, just wasn't a good movie. <laughs> it just wasn't a good movie, in my opinion. It wasn't his fault, but it wasn't a good movie because Dancing Witches. He. That are not even real. He did not elevate it, though. Yeah, they there. were. They did stupid things with characters too. <laughs> I um, I wish I could say the extended cut helped it for me, but it really didn't. That's the only one I watched. Yeah, I bought it. I bought it. Yep, I did buy it. So. Well, hey, man, that segues right into the next topic. Does it? Bird of prey. I, I didn't buy that one. Yeah, but you can't yet. Oh, birds of prey. Oh, birds good. of prey. Um. Speaking of Suicide Squad, uh, I heard I, this is good though. I've I heard actually this is good. Yeah, I actually don't have a lot to report. Report a lot to say about this one. Um, reviews are favorable, and it hasn't it hasn't bombed. But the big the story is it's not doing as well as they expected. It's not doing that right. well. Nothing is though. It's not a. That's not necessarily true. The comic book. The big. The big. Big comic book movies um are like the few things that do well but but even they didn't it wasn't saying weren't making what they had expected to be making maybe except i would argue i mean i know there's been like a spider-man out and i think that probably did okay but i'd argue the last big 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 comic book movie was endgame that we had this last year and that made all the money that's yeah. where that's where ever Endgame made the money that didn't go to all the other movies because yeah typically box office has been down overall and then Disney Plus made all the other money because of Mandalorian Baby Yoda 2020 yeah maybe excuse okay interesting Even Dustin for the plus to watch it but. Dustin has seen it he says I loved it. Ewan McGregor has the most deliciously debaggy character. He elevated it, and I loved how unapologetically feminist it was. Yeah, well, that's interesting because I heard, um, I heard it actually wasn't all that over the top feminist. That it was just a good action movie. Well, maybe- and I'm I'm okay with a feminist, um, with, but subtext. I'm maybe okay it's with feminist, that. but it not. Like- 
not picture line up feminist, you know? Right. Maybe we're just, maybe it's like feminist, but handled in a, handled well. And that's Organically? Something not, that's something we're not used to. <laughs> no, no. I prefer or, my social we're justice. Over, we're oversensitive to it. That's I prefer my social justice spoon fed with ham fists. Mmm, <laughs> ham fists. That's like a pork claw. Right? Yeah, I like my I like my <laughs> feminism with pork claws. That feels because I mean, pigs actually have hooves, right? So it's a pork claw. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it needs more explanation. I'm sure. I'm uh, sure Justin, of it. Justin said it was handled well. Oh, uh, good. Uh, this this article is actually a few days old, uh, but it had made. I don't know. They expected at least 45 million, and I think it was sitting around 33, a little over 33 million a few days ago. Um, so, is this including international numbers? Because they're no. going to hit that no problem. International numbers uh, is sitting at about 48 million. Um, oh, and it's not even open in Japan yet. That'll open March 20th. So, yeah. So they're fine. Justin said they changed the name this week in theaters. Did they? Ooh. Interesting. They changed it to Harley Quinn? What would do better than Birds of Prey? Harley know. Quinn, for sure. Well, I mean, yeah. If I had to pick. um, Seems like a strange, like, left turn, though. Yeah, especially because it's not, it's not about Harley Quinn, is it? It's about the, all the birds. <laughs> All those birds. There it is. Harley Quinn, Birds of Prey. Oh, I mean, yeah, both things. Yeah, I get that. I mean, that's what I gather. I, that at least makes sense because, I mean, that trailer, when I watched it, I was like, oh, it's the Harley Quinn movie. Right. I mean, yeah, they're calling it Birds of Prey, but that is looks like a Harley Quinn movie to me. Well, maybe if the other characters didn't suck so much. Harley Quinn is not even a character I think of when I think of Birds of Prey. Me either. No, because she's not in it. And she's she's not a, a bird. But she's a woman, though, and um, she's going to get them unless ticket she came numbers. Later. Unless she came later. She might have come later. but uh. She's a... Because it's Oracle, oh. it's Huntress, it's... Okay, Dustin says... Now, I have seen this title, actually. Dustin says it was Birds of Prey and the Fen fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn. They're trying I to like trick that. people into Harry Potter thinkings. <laughs> <laughs> I still like it. I, I have seen that title. Okay. Fantabulous is a word that we should use more. Mm -hmm. It's not a real word, but we should use it more. It, it will be. It will be. All right. And I have only one other story. Then we can get to our featured segment. Uh, and actually, I don't really have much to say about this story. I guess there's a quote to read. The main thing is, okay, so here's the story. This is coming from uh, comingsoon.net. Paul Feig reveals the oh, status. Oh, this guy. Yeah. Reveals the status of Universal's Dark Army. And so basically, he was attached to do or write or whatever, something, uh, Dark Army for Universal Pictures. And... The so is, here, 
So was this supposed to be the reboot of the reboot of the reboot of the reboot of the cinematic universe for the Universal Studios monsters? I mean, what is Dark Army? Is Dark Army like the team up then? Or I don't know. That sounds like it would be a team up if if it's the Dark Universe. Um, honestly, his basically whatever. There's like nothing concrete. He's still like he wrote a draft. They talked to the studio. Uh, Melanie, do you have your speakers on? No. No. Oh, you have headphones? Yes. And I already turned them down twice, but I'll turn them down again. Okay. I'm sorry. I can hear myself. Um, Is it me? Uh, maybe. I, I can't got, hear you now. I got new monitors, so. Hold on. Sorry. Technical troubles. Okay. I can hear. Can you hear? Can you still hear it? Um, yes. I can still hear it. I don't think it's me because I can barely hear you. <laughs> okay. Well, did you turn me back up then on your end? Okay, I'll try turning me down. Jeez, Grandpa. Okay, that actually did it. Oh, I had you up way loud. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the whole reason I wanted to do this story is because the U Dark Universe is still a thing. They're not going to let that die? I thought they already had. but Apparently, they're, they're making a musical. They're so, the undead, so... Uh, uh. Whoa. Uh, he said he okay. This is from an interview with Paul Feig uh, and with Collider. Quote: I wrote a draft and got thoughts from the studio, and now I'm in the middle of rewriting of a rewrite on that now, which is basically to say that movie ain't very far along. <laughs> Means he's still getting a paycheck for a project that probably won't happen. Uh, and hopefully that was my interjection. Continuing the quote, and hopefully that'll be my next movie. If it's not. It'll be the one after whatever I do next. But yeah, I'm very excited about it too. It's just, I want to get it right. Um, the main thing is he says something about like, oh, quote, it's really smart because I mean, I can't wait for The Invisible Man, but that looks like a straight up great horror movie, you know? But then the fact that I just read that they're they're going to do like, do this like monster musical and that's great too. I mean, the monster world is just so great. <laughs> Boy, it's all so great. <laughs> is it? Is it great? No, I'm not trying to make fun of the guy uh, because monster movies are a lot of fun. Uh, okay, so maybe they ditched the like Tom Cruise mummy thing and they're just going to like, you know what? We're just going to try to do different monster movies. They're not necessarily connected until maybe they start making money. Then they're all connected because there's a monster mash. That must be the musical. Um, the Invisible Man, which I'm guessing is that one we watched the trailer for not long ago, which is being just produced by Blumhouse, right? Um not the not the uh Johnny Depp one. If they hold true to the original Invisible Man, then I'm on board. Dustin says hard pass on anything Universal does outside of Jurassic movies. And they are on thin ice. <sighs> yeah. yeah. Uh what else does Universal do? Uh they have a studio. Paul Revenge is here. Hey nerd. Paul. Hi Maybe. Paul. Happy birthday, because I didn't tell you the other day. Yes. Paul. W listeners, you know Paul. He's been on the show many times. He's also He also does uh, Moose's Monster Mash and Bull Spit with Moose. And he's so, always here. He's always here. Except today he was late. Going to the principal's office. <laughs> uh, okay. He says they can uh, connect with Bride of Frankenstein. I saw that. a few kids that went to the principal's office today. 
Oh yeah, no, there is another story. They were um, all up on candies. Amy Pascal. A lot of candy. Amy Pascal is interested in resurrecting a, the studio's long in development, The Bride of Frankenstein reboot. Don't you have to do Frankenstein first? You think because I don't know. Bride of Frankenstein was pretty great. Was it? Which one? There's been a million of them. Oh well, the original. Oh okay. You don't have to do. You know what? That's like saying. Uh, don't you have to do the origin movie first? Everybody knows Frank. I mean, don't you have to have Batman in a Joker movie? Nope. <laughs> Good point. We've never talked about Joker really on the show. Finally no. watched it. Because uh, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, you haven't seen it yet? I still oh. haven't seen it. No, I'm bad. No, that's okay. Melanie and I finally, we finally watched it. Um, yeah, it's definitely a movie that can be discussed sometime. We don't have to. I'm kind of scared of it. I'm kind of scared. Nah, go watch it. <laughs> Nothing to be scared of. It's just dark. But it I like dark. dark. I do like dark. So I should just get over it. I'm have you avoided spoilers? Dark. I have. I have okay. somehow. Cool. I just know that it's, you know, it's like a Breaking Bad situation, but I don't know what happened. I don't know. I'm not a Breaking Bad. I have stopped at the fly episode. So don't spoil nope. that for me. I, I don't know either. I just know that it's like, Basically, the utter destruction of a man's psyche until they become the villain. Dustin says it's worth it for Phoenix's performance. I believe it. I believe he's always good, especially. Yeah, I've never not liked him. So really weird characters. Melanie does not like him, but I think he's He's great. Not damaged. Oh boy. No, see, I he's the kind of damage that he doesn't need to tattoo it on his forehead for people to know. You just you just kind of know. You can see it. There's a right. scar still. Uh, Dustin said, see it once and that's all. Don't need to see, see it. And that's, that's the thing. Yeah. I don't think that's... Uh, it's Okay, so it's not the kind of movie I would rewatch over and over. But I still want to see it. It's I not, still want to see it. But I'm, I, I am I, hesitant. I would rewatch it again, though, at some point. Um, just, I don't, just, I just don't know if it. I'm in the state for it right now. Like, I'm... I'm not in my most positive frame of mind, so I don't know <laughs> if I'm ready. Enough candy, huh? Yeah, yeah. You see Did, enough kids with candy, man. I don't know that we even have time to go into this, but uh, there's a video. There was a video going around of some whatever one of these YouTube reviewer guys that I always talk about. Oh, you know, they're them. The, the, the white guys that get so angry about anything that's not a led, you know, a show or something led by a white guy. And we can critique them because we're on Facebook. Yeah. White guys. None of that stuff happens here. Nope. <laughs> uh, only almost twice as much. Dustin uh, said I only let three cars on fire after seeing it. All right. All right. I'm feeling better about this. It's a couple times a year rewatch max. Whoa, no, man. I don't know if I could bust into the Joker movie a couple times a year. That's yeah. too much for me. I don't really worry watch movies that often. You have to give it like half a decade at least and then try it again. I'm still six months away from another murder party rewatch. Yeah. Oh, unless it's one of those, <laughs> if it's one of those ones that like I, I watched, but I forgot I watched it. So I watch it again and I still don't remember watching it. Yep. Those ones I can watch as much as I want. Uh, Anyway, there's a video of the I seen this on Twitter. There's a video of this reviewer who was all super, super upset about Parasite winning the Oscar for Best Picture. 
which also is since we do movie news sometimes we should probably also mention like oscars happen yeah we, we never cover oscars i'm really excited that that one though because i like foreign movies and yes uh, i think that and the fictional character of the joker is a two-time oscar winner you're right uh but this guy was so super upset. suck it batman this guy was uh justice says parasite was awesome uh, this guy was so upset because Parasite won Best International Picture, which is what they call the foreign language uh, category now, and Best Picture, Best Movie of the Year. And he was so upset because Joker, it should have, but Joker should have been, should have got it. I mean, I haven't seen Parasite. I'm sure it's fine, but how can they? And he just went on this tirade, oh, and it's like, come dude. On. Stop like he Kanye West did this thing. Stop pretending you're upset because uh because it won in two categories. You're he upset Kanye because West it wasn't did if he were actually there, but he's not. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, yeah. But this kid guy wasn't there. He was just some lonely. He was not there. Lonely dude on not all there either. YouTube. I I didn't see it either, but I I still am happy, even if even if I don't think it was that great. It's so nice to have variety, and it has a great meme too, or GIF or whatever. Or For GIF, whatever. What, it's oh, no, you commit to one, and you commit to the right one. Well, I said GIF because GIF <laughs> is for peanut butter to me. So, yeah, it's GIF. I'm proud of you. Thanks, baby. Don't betray us. Um, I was just trying to be nice for the weirdos out there that like to speak otherwise. No, it's people who say GIF. And the white racist guys on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, shots fired. Strange hell to die on, but okay. I'm with you. I'm planting my flag there. Yes, you are. Well, okay, so yeah. Grolic's flag planted. There was a, I, I'm assuming it was the director or something, but he, <laughs> he said something about in this, in this gif, uh, that if you can, uh, was it like overlook the the oh. you remember it yeah it was from a speech when he won it won a golden golden globe or whatever or yeah. wherever bafta maybe i don't know but uh basically yeah if you're able to look look past the one inch tall barricade that is subtitles there's a whole lot of wonderful movies out there yeah, yeah i liked it it's a great great line the director of parasite said that by all accounts everything i've heard is parasite is is fantastic so yeah we need to we need to get that and you know what? I enjoy Joker. Best picture? Mm, I don't think it's quite focused enough for that. No. Focus. Joker doesn't focus. I will drink until morning. Who? Dustin. Okay. <laughs> I, I just like this as a random, like, I'm sure there's context. Just randomly. That's it. It's an update I mean, on Dustin. What he's doing tonight? I mean, I mean, your body is over eighty percent water, right? Yeah, so you need to. You're gonna have to potty a especially, lot, though. especially if you haven't drank all day, right? Yeah, yeah. There we go. Back to your kidneys. The more you know. Okay. Well, we're approaching fifty minutes. Fifty minutes into the stream, maybe we should. Best picture, negative ghostwriter. 
<laughs> Dustin's actually referencing things that happened. Oh, that we don't know. That we don't know. I didn't watch the Oscars. <laughs> I never whoops, watched the Oscars. Ain't nobody got. Thank you. That. Thank you, Dustin. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. We're uh, on cultured swine. That is the most fun thing to say. Uncultured swine. <laughs> yep, that's the show. No, okay. we haven't even <laughs> got to the, everybody. We haven't even got to the Doctor Who uh, discussion. So I'm guessing it'll be a kind of a short one, but we should yeah. because I actually don't want to completely hate on this episode. No, right. it's pretty good. It's fine. Do you guys have time for Doctor Who talk? I got time. I, yeah. I do. Your tone, your words say yes. Your tone says no. <laughs> I mean, I I don't have a lot to say about it other than it was pretty good, and I I guess I was initially surprised by that based on the last episode. I was like, oh, we're gonna relax, 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 and then finale. Yeah. Do okay. So Doctor Who series or season twelve, episode seven. Can you hear me? I. Yeah, I did like this. I, I like this a lot. And actually this, I like this and it didn't rely on a big shocking frill to like elevate it beyond the other kind of bland episodes. It was just good. It felt like it, it felt like a Doctor Who episode. And the social, uh, the social message of this episode was organic. It felt good. Yeah. I mean, it was obvious and important. Like I feel strongly about this one. It was obvious, but it didn't feel so ham-fisted or unnecessary. You're right. Organic is the right way to put it. It's, right. It, yeah. Um, Paul says, such a, such is the trend. Crap, crap episode, good episode. It's kind of, mm, kind of. It's kind of ping-ponging this season, yeah. Yeah, but it's a little like crap, crap, good, crap, 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 good, crap. <laughs> well, even with the two-parters. I mean, like like part one of Spyfall, eh. Part two, okay. And then really bad episode. Okay, remind me what it's about. Okay, so to, to be fair, though, I enjoyed it. I rewatched it today because Jesse yeah. said, you said you're going to rewatch it. And I was like, oh, yeah, I should rewatch it. And I sat down to, yeah. to rewatch it. And I'm like, wait, what was this episode? I couldn't remember anything until it started. And I was like, oh, okay. That might I remembered me, one big thing about it. And that, it, and and I sent that to you in the chat, and we'll get into that. But um, yeah, I remembered a big thing about it, and I remembered like the creepy bad guy. But beyond that, I was kind of like iffy on all the details, so I had to rewatch it. Yeah. So this is uh, basically. Oh, there's there's actually one. I go oh God, yeah. There's something really great in this episode that I've they've been planting seeds, and I think it's going to come true, and I'm so excited for it. But, um. This is the episode where basically like uh, that creepy dude shows up at the companion's friends' place. Oh, with the ear, the finger ear. The things. finger. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. And it's the immortals and all this. Um, yeah, it was fun. I had man that speaking of real quick, that hand, the finger thing. Yeah. I was thinking about that, like watching super it today. creepy, super creepy. And I'm like, that is something good visual, man. It's something that seems like do that probably was inspired by someone's nightmare. Like, so yeah, what a good visual to like. So if you don't know, if if you don't know what we're talking about, like basically kind of the villain this episode was um, you know, whatever semi-spoilers. This he was an immortal of some kind. So he of course had all these nebulous powers. He could do all kinds of he could reshape himself and all this, but he would go to people 
to random humans and vamp into their bamp into their uh, bedroom at night while they're sleeping. And then his fingers would detach from his hand and then fly over and insert themselves into the person's ear to suck out their nightmares. <laughs> Wet Willie, their nightmares, dude. And it, it's, it's also extra weird because it's not like poking the finger into the ear. It's the finger would then like the part that Ugh. would be attached to the hand is what so inserts gross. into the ear. It's very strange. So gross. Yeah. It's like trying to get the extra wax out, but backwards. <laughs> With the stumpy side of the <laughs> yes, finger. Yes, the stumpy side. And that a wax. Clean, a clean cloven. Cloven? Is that it? Not cloven. I don't know. When you chop something off. Yes. Cle yeah. Cle 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 yeah. Yeah, that, I guess. I don't know. Stump. Stump dreams. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Yeah, crazy earworm. Um, yeah. The companions' roles in this were interesting. So we we actually finally got a little bit of what I was wanting for a while. Like, let's just give give us the doctor on her own. Let her go do have an adventure. And we learn. Oh, okay. You see comments, Jesse? Uh. Autumn says hi, I Uncle did. Jesse. How, what? Hello, Autumn. Hello, Jacob and family, if you're all watching. Oh, no. Are we on their TV now, too? I don't know. I don't know. It's cool, though. We're on two <laughs> televisions, if that's the case. That's really cool. That is. Yes. It's the future. Uh, so <laughs> for Autumn, yes. 40 Dorker. Getting even 40 Dorker -er. soon. <laughs> Coming soon. Uh, what? That's for my niece, folks. Uh, I lost. What was I? What were we saying about? Oh, the companions. Yes. What was I saying? Uh, <laughs> like they, they had an interesting role. Oh, yeah. It was kind of an... I mean... Oh, the doctor. We actually got the doctor on her own. And we discovered that the doctor doesn't know what to do when she's by herself. So she keeps talking to them like <laughs> that they're That was there, great. Then, that was yeah. great. Yeah. She's like, oh, you guys aren't there. Who am I going to show this cool stuff to? She was ready to just like fast forward. She was ready to just time travel, I which is interesting because that comes up later. And I'm like, you're in a time machine, right? Yeah. You're going to fast forward to tomorrow. Pulling. I'm, I'm a little conflicted on this extra character. Like it, they often have to throw in extra character. Not that they have to, but they throw in uh, this girl from Aleppo. Um, I think she, she, it was fine, and she kind of provided this monster, which there's a lot of... They, they still tend to throw a lot of ideas into each episode that it's like, well, you don't need to... Maybe you don't need all those ideas in there. Yeah. But, but uh, I don't know. Like, felt a little unnecessary, but it wasn't necessarily bad. Um, We lost camera footage, but that might be intentional. Oh. I'll just not draw any attention to it. Nothing to see here. Move along. Nothing to see. Literally, Jesse's gone. Okay. Uh, okay. What, Melanie? What did you think of this episode? Uh, it was interesting. I I liked it more than I have the ones lately. But I like big type things like gods and uh, you know and stuff I, like that and mess with people's brains. Yeah, that's the, that's kind of the main thing. Like, I thought it was a good idea. There was a lot of good ideas, and it was, it's a weird mix of 
not fan well it's it's doctor who it's all kind of fantasy but not fantasy elements but like mythological elements at least mm-hmm. mythological to the doctor who universe yeah um but uh a mix of that with with sci-fi it felt at home with some of the more outlandish classic doctor who episodes mm-hmm. I know, and i like just... the... no please go ahead i like when they do the thing where it's like something big like gods and whatnot but that is something small like they do some little tiny thing that nobody's ever really gonna notice it doesn't really affect anybody in the long run but it, it's a big crazy thing that they're doing because they're super powerful people i like that mm-hmm. hi jesse hi you're back i was never gone sort of so speaking of super powerful can we talk about the easter egg yes yes please okay so the eternals man we haven't seen them since the black guardian trilogy in the fifth doctor era uh in the enlightenment that i may or may not have the special edition for right here let's see it right there right there the enlightenment uh and so the special edition means that we got a like modern cgi pirate ship in space on a classic oh, yeah. doctor episode okay. they did, you know they, you they know tried to they like star 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 trek it up right yeah where they yeah updated where they some like, effects. everything else is normal and then all of a sudden cgi boom yeah so i so when i heard that when i heard the the line the line that everybody are, is like super hyper focused on and and taking into ridiculous fan theories now um when i heard that i geeked out i had had a major pop you know but um i didn't think what everyone else is thinking i just thought oh my god they referenced the guardian yeah i mean that's the main thing that i did and then the you know the uh the eternals who race pirate ships in space Uh uh-huh i was like cool and that's all I thought. And I thought, oh, these guys are kind of like um, the Dream Lord. I actually thought Dream Lord when I saw this guy because he's basically Nightmare Lord. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you're right. Really find out what the chick is. No, yeah, you know, they kind of she- said because, like, as soon as she came out of the prison, the prison between two worlds that some alien races were smart enough to create. Um, they basically said that they came from another universe like all these other guys. They basically threw every like classic nod they could out there. They're like, and the toy maker would approve. Like They went uh-huh. first doctor on this thing. Yeah. They went first doctor, fourth doctor, fifth doctor on this thing. And uh, yeah, so they were like, we came from another universe and, and we did this thing and we like to pretend that we're gods and... David, Every, we even yeah. I found it so strange. We even got like a uh animated sequence kind of thing. Yeah, no, that was actually really cool. I mean I, I thought it was well done and pretty interesting, but I was like, this feels weird. It's out of place. It's yeah. it, it's not a usual thing that happens in the show. And you notice that Chibnall got a, like a co-credit on this yeah. one. So yeah. I imagine this kind of ties in. It's interesting that they're going this route this season because they're pulling in a lot of a lot of fan service stuff that I would not expect. You know, I didn't expect the uh, I didn't expect the Ruth Doctor, and I sure did not expect a Guardians reference. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I feel like 
because that is getting to the more mythological, fantastical elements, even though it's like established in the canon. Uh, I feel like, you know, most of the time, unless you need a reason to resurrect, like a magic potion to resurrect the master, they kind of say modern who right. shies away from that and goes more towards this. No, I was going to say goes more toward more towards the straight sci-fi, but Moffat was all about a fairy tale Doctor Who. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying anymore. Well, I mean, like he leaned in hard to all that fairy tale stuff, especially with his Christmas specials. So, mm-hmm. um, but no, I thought it was interesting. And on the one hand, I hate to be like super excited about it's a little more than just nods, throwaway lines, referencing old, uh, you know, classic who things, because it's the kind of bringing in the cons, some of the concepts. Um, so that's, that's pretty cool. Well, and Okay, so here's the thing that I'm really geeking out about. Uh, if you've been paying attention to the Grox podcast website for any amount of time, you know that I'm big into the audio dramas, and this stuff ties heavily back to that. The Ruth Doctor episode, that tied heavily back into the Eighth Doctor adventures, and this is tying back into a lot of the stuff that they were talking about with like the Seventh Doctor. I mean, they're talking about audio drama stuff. They're talking about um, novelization, but not novelization. Uh, the the actual the books that came out in the dead era. Mm-hmm. So the what do they call that? The wilderness era. Basically, like the extended stuff that the BBC, the prime, the main TV show series, never really acknowledged until uh, until Night of the it? Doctor. Paul, yeah, the Paul McGann Doctor showed up and mentioned a character from the audio dramas yeah like a bunch of them like he just started listing off his companions from that era bringing them into the canon so i do yeah that's cool well man big finish has been doing it well they have they have um i'd argue um i'm gonna stop right there i'm gonna i'm gonna argue and then i'm gonna stop they're doing it better I didn't say it. I think we said that like two episodes ago. Okay. It doesn't matter. Okay. I wear my heart on my sleeve. Oh, is it right there? There it is. No, they do it well. They do it well. Um, But I I imagine Big Finish, though, like they know their audience, right? Mm -hmm. Whereas BBC, they still have to play like wide net. Bigger. Wide net. Yeah. 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 So then like it's a different motivation and sadly enough you're not usually going to it's not usually going to result in a better product just something more accessible no right right because uh you know when your name is doctor who you play to the doctor who audience weird concept right but i mean this episode this episode is a you know but they did well yeah they did well by even just it's, referencing it's, that it's, stuff i was like <gasps> i mean I woke up. I woke up. I'm not going to lie. I nodded off again. Did but you? When I heard that, I was like, whoa, what? Did I hear that right? Did they just reference the Guardians? Did they just reference Enlightenment? They did. Awesome. So, I want to real quick mention. So we, we actually see the Timeless Child, whatever this Timeless Child right. thing. Yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in, in her dream. In her dream um, for a brief moment. We still know nothing. It still means nothing. But some of the other dream stuff. I mean, well, Graham had like obvious guilt and uh, a- anxiety dream. I'm curious about what's her name, the other companion. Yes, yes. 
curious about her dream because it seemed kind of ominous. Who was that other woman? Not the police woman, but who was the other girl in her dream? That was her sister, right? Was it? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. But there yeah, was until some we sad- until we saw what actually happened, we were seeing her sister. But what actually happened? What actually happened was Yaz ran away from home. Okay. And then she got picked up by a police officer that brought her home and bet her that things would be better if she came home. Yeah. But in her dream, she... It seems so much more... The first sequence seems so much more ominous. And I get, like, you know, that was... Right. Whatever. It, obviously, that was, like, a hard time in her life, but, like... Because she left her family behind, so she left her sister behind kind of thing. Uh, okay, okay. So they were using the sister as the crux of that. Like, this is her fear, that she's left her sister behind. Oh, okay. Okay, well, that's cool, because that plays... The companions are leaving. The companions are leaving. <laughs> I am so excited. I like yes. Yeah, I am too. I am too. Uh, I'm so excited. Partly because every doctor goes through this, and it's time. It's time for the thirteenth doctor to go through it too, where she lets the companions down, or mm. the companions decide they have to leave. Every companion does it, even in the case of Clara, who just thought she could do it better, and then yeah, fail. Right. Right. Yeah, I feel like th- it could potentially be a really interesting way to give give this doctor more of personality, more of an arc, because there's, I mean, I don't know, there's a disconnect. I liked the scene towards the end with her and Graham. It was kind of humorous, but oh, also yeah. like but she serious too. Like his part was serious, and then she played it light. Yeah, and it, it's weird because. In a way, she's like the more like super friendly, not emotional, but softer doctor. And that maybe is the wrong word to say, but you know, and it's weird that she couldn't handle cancer, you know, like it's yeah. It's weird that when there's like an actual real emotional, anything she, she's like, uh, I'm awkward. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, right. I'm awkward. I, and I'm just going to go over here. Well, I was going to say her reaction to the two things through the whole two seasons has been weird to me. Like when, when people like burst into sand or, or plastic or whatever the heck it was, she, she basically didn't really react to it at all. She was just like, Oh, Oh my goodness. But not, you know, there was no, like, I don't know. You don't get any, like a uh, witch doctor. I feel like it was nine. It was definitely tenant, but maybe nine as well, where, you know, would you get all serious? I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. And Capaldi, that's where like, yeah, more of the modern doctors, there would still be like, even if they couldn't help somebody who was about to burst into dust or something, they'd be like kind of a heartfelt, I'm sorry. And that's where Capaldi kind of shook things up where he's like, you know, no, this guy's going to die. You're going to die. Just wait. Brain. Just wait. You're going to die. <laughs> and then they die and you'd be like, what? They were going to die. And then this doctor is just, there's kind of a disingenuousness to it, I guess. But I guess it's not disingenuous. It's that awkward, don't know how to act beyond kind of the platitudes. Now that you bring that up, she's a perfect bridge from Capaldi. Like Capaldi did not care mm-hmm. and, and was very blatant about it. And she's pretending mm-hmm. she wants you to think she cares. She, she wants to at least have that pretense. She would be like me or my sister or and somebody's upset. And we're like, can I buy you some shoes? Cause I really don't know how to, how to, how to make you happy. 
So what? let me get you something to, to get me away from it, you know? Paul said, to be fair, I can't handle cancer. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it is a no. heavier... I mean, you talk about whatever. They're dealing with life and death every episode. This, this is a season they've actually killed several red shirts almost every episode. But she can't deal with, you know, kind of a real issue. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, or she can't interfere with it for some reason, you know. I just feel like previous doctor. I, no, I could see previous versions of the doctor would be awkward about it as well. Right. But oh, feel, can you imagine second doctor? Oh, the early doctor. Second doctor would treat it with a dance. <laughs> he he bust out of a, a what was a flute or something? Yeah, recorder. recorder. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Third doctor wouldn't have words at all. He'd be like, the, okay, the early I'm doctors, trying to fix a console. Yeah. What's this have to do with Bessie? The, the early doctors they the first doctor, You're right joe now let's get on with it <laughs> but no i don't know i don't know it's kind of interesting but it, they've been planting the seeds with these with the companions there's been little things where several episodes where i've been like are the i think they're gonna leave are they setting it up to leave for the companions to leave and this episode hit it hard where you know that moment with graham and and her and graham's just graham's getting old He's getting old and he knows it. And Yaz with her sister then. That's that's why I was like, oh. And then Ryan's was very obvious where he's like, he feels bad for leaving his friend behind who we didn't meet till this season, but whatever. He right. needs to have people. So he needs to have people that's not just Graham. And oddly, he was one of the more compelling characters in this episode. Right. Maybe not oddly. Like I was like, what's up with this guy? I've never met this guy, but I feel for him. His buddy? Yeah. It, we, God, it was an episode two. It was the episode where MI6 sent the cars to pick everybody up. That's the first time we met him. Oh. He was playing basketball with him. And they okay. had a, like a brief scene. And See, I was, totally forgot about that. I'm just, I'm just, uh, okay. Paul's asked, <laughs> do Time Lords get cancer? <laughs> Dustin says, hot cross buns on the recorder is a banger. It and is. Jesse, you should hear the remix. <laughs> and uh, Jesse's reply to Paul was, "It's it's so weird. I'm reading your comments while you're on it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, no, they get reboot regenerations. Um, Ruthless. Uh, uh. Wow, wow. It does. In a way, maybe it's smart. They've played. They've been like." Uh, it gets me excited for the show to change and it's not, that's not necessarily a good thing, but I am excited. So that's something right. like whatever. <laughs> I got nothing else to say. I can't think of anything else to say about this episode. I liked it though. I thought it was pretty good. <laughs> okay. I just read Paul's thing. Have you seen it yet? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did think about that. Ryan won't let that happen. <laughs> I was looking for that all episode and it never happened. And I was like, oh man, the, I was a little disappointed that he didn't the, say it. Like the woman, no dude, I'll never leave you behind. I won't let the earth burn. I won't let that happen. That you're right. They gave it. it the they didn't do it. There. They didn't go there. No, he did have his tough Ryan moment though, because, uh, 
the way the actor plays him is so strange. And I can't decide if it's good or not. I mean, I, I've definitely decided there's scenes in the past that are not good. Right. But it's so strange the way he plays him. Um, but the, the woman from Aleppo, like when they're on the spaceship or wherever, wanders off and comes across the uh, whatever, the immortal dream guy. And <laughs> when... Ryan and whoever else bust in and he says, Hey, freak hands, what are you doing? But like, that was totally his tough guy. Like <laughs> freak, hey, freak hands. hands, what are you doing? I won't let that happen. <laughs> like that's his tough guy moment. He's got to have his like tough guy moment where he just doesn't ever say hey, you that. nickname <laughs> freak hands, freak fingers, man. You. I'm watching that's you. Not going to let it happen. Such better alliteration. <laughs> freak hands. Better than jazz hands. I guess. I don't know. Spirit fingers. Intensifies. <laughs> um, what's next, Frankenstein? Next week, I don't know. See, I felt like that was an Eighth Doctor nod too, because Eighth Doctor traveled with Mary Shelley. I just hate to be so down on the season, and then when they throw out classic references as the episodes were like, you know what? But that's not. It's not just playing the fan service. This was a more interesting episode it was it was it was better they it wasn't perfect it, no it wasn't uh it still wasn't the level of the jadoon but it was good it was good and i've so one of the common complaints about modern modern who that i've heard a lot of the past you know aka well, the last two years no 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 like <laughs> I, I mean like oh, oh in general okay modern who isn't even modern anymore pretty right. old at this point you yeah, watched no, you watched the eccleson season i mean we're in we're in season 12 12 over a decade no it's it's all still new got the first one they weren't even in hd no oh uh, anyway i remember getting ready to watch it because because of the, the my mommy gas mask yeah gas mask gas mask zombies man that'll get me into anything um what was I saying? <laughs> Something about the new era, the new era, which oh, isn't really new. One of the common complaints about just modern who for the last decade is the over-reliance on the Sonic as a plot, as a, like a get out of jail free card. Mm -hmm. Oh man. I kind of feel like, dude, this 13th, uh, this doctor hits that thing hard. The Sonic constantly, every scene, sonic and it fixes everything and if if her hands are are shackled up here and it's down oh here man pocket, that it'll just magically weird. fling just up pop. Here. how what mm -mm, awkward. no those hips don't lie <laughs> <You're right. laughs> but, that's a super bowl uh, reference you know maybe they could like before i never really like people had that complaint but i was like yeah it's not that bad it's fine it's whatever it's a sonic you know it's easy it's not the that's not the point of the story I feel like they really could maybe lay off of it a little bit. Well, yeah, they were like, I've got an app for that. My Sonic plus the TARDIS. Boop. I get it. Boop. Yeah. Like there's no like nothing to like b busting her out of this crazy, insane prison was an afterthought. It took two, two worlds and generations to figure this thing out. Sonic plus TARDIS plus boop. <laughs> plus. Yeah. Sonic X Machina. Yeah. Maybe she should like have the Sonic merge with her cell phone. 
and then create some new technology that's or we could have a Neil Gaiman episode where the Sonic becomes a person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then runs away with the TARDIS and the doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Any, anything Neil Gaiman does, I'm down for. <laughs> I mean, I'd be with it. I think the Dark TARDIS is a man, though. The use of the Sonic, they even made fun of it in the 50th. Yeah. Yep. Um, I think it's done. The show, I mean, our show. The discussion. Yeah. I think you're right. <laughs> I think you're right. All right. So, hey, everybody, thanks for listening and watching. We were on probably at least two TVs t- this episode. That's that incredible. It's Thank weird, you. Yeah. yeah, that's cool. That's why I freak out every time I don't. If I'm not. Holy moly. Look at this. That's why you I don't have flying like- cars, but we can put anything on our television from our phone. <laughs> Who would have thought of that in the 80s? <laughs> yeah, not yeah. me. Not this guy. Rotary dial. All right. We are, well, we already wished happy birthday to Moose, but we did have that in our notes. Moose, we were going to hit you. Yeah. Oh. We had you down. We had you down. Um, oh, yes. So I want to mention uh, GCU. Uh, this this week, new episode of Grolic Cinematic Universe came out, and it was super fun and very different because I was joined by um, Austin and Travis of the Trashed Talk podcast, and they didn't just join me on their on my show we combine shows like, you know, GCU, we usually mash up movies in this episode. We mashed up podcasts. Um, so yeah, it's super interesting crossover episode. We talked about a couple of, uh, rather bleak movies, but it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. It was a cool format. You guys literally mashed up both formats. That was cool. Yeah. So we took, yeah, well, they do movie reviews as well, but of course we did the reviews of the movies and the cinematic universe pitches, but we also, um, did segments from their show, which included real news or fake news, which was a fun, fun, like game segment and, uh, duke it out or puke it out, which was basically like a debate segment. Um, lots of fun. Which you won spoilers. <laughs> I t- <laughs> only because I got ruthless and like <laughs> you did. It was rad <laughs> because I came great. up with a good burn. It was a sick burn, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. So yeah, d- GrawlixPodcast.com, G-R-A-W-L-I-X podcast.com. Go check out Grawlix Cinematic Universe. That the latest episode was a lot of fun. Um, and if you're for whatever reason catching this episode now or later and you missed our we've been covering Doctor Who all this season of Doctor Who, uh, you can find those also on GrawlixPodcast.com or wherever you find other podcasts. What else we got? I think that's it. I think we're good. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah, we're good. Melanie, what's something people should be amazed by? See, we have our own segment. Like We backdoored the segment into the show. Pressure, man. I gotta try and think. I'm sorry. I know one that you posted earlier. What? Future is doomed. Oh yeah, the future is doomed, but that's like not 70, that's seventy five percent. That's not amazing. Ones, but, yeah. That's not sciencey. Oh, they found a new they found a new virus. It's not a people virus. It's a uh, it's a like an algae virus or something. Uh, but it's that's it actually scarier than human virus. Unknown. So is that great? What what was the last thing you said? Ninety percent unknown. What the viruses? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because most viruses. Are parts of other viruses, and then you can. Or oh, you can so it's ninety percent like a new virus. Yeah, and so mm. that's exciting in the world of viruses. It's a, and super scary. Yeah, 
But it's not a people virus. Not yet. It's yeah, yeah, that's the thing about viruses. They evolve, man. They do. Like the one we we're worried about now, it came from a went from a bat to a snake to a human. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Dustin says, "Enjoy these last few years, everyone." <laughs> Thanks, dude. Oh my god! Thank you. I, and uh, I'm gonna hey. try. I'm gonna try real hard. And also, we uh, get what we get, and we don't throw a fit. <laughs> Autumn's comment made me remember. Hey, yes, Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day, everybody! Oh yeah, tomorrow. If you yeah. got, if you got people to love, love them. If you don't, love yourself. And that so in your love face. Yourself. In your face is a thing we've been doing with my family where uh, anybody that can't like make it to the family gathering, we do like a group video and we go like, Merry Christmas in your face. <laughs> that's what we do. That's my family, folks. I love you're welcome. Family. I like I, I love family. my family, too. That's great. Thank you. Oh, and I actually like puppets. That that was a thing. All right. I like puppets. What likes puppets? Remember, I told, I told you about that picture that I found and I sent to Jesse. I've been playing with this puppet. Oh, that's his favorite. His favorite TV show is a children's show, and I have puppets. Go ahead. I love puppets too, friends. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Grolix Nights, our special weekly live Grolix podcast series. If you've been enjoying this, be sure to check out grolicspodcast.com slash live to find out where and when to listen to the next live episode. Currently, Thursdays at 8 p.m. Central Time on facebook.com slash grolicspodcast. puppets too, friends.